Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Our guest this morning is Christina Pilarski, the founder and CEO of CIPR Communication, a full-service marketing and communication agency. She was just named one of the top 30 entrepreneurs to look out for in 2022 by the Entrepreneur Herald. And she joined us this morning to share how she worked for that title. Good morning, Christina. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good morning, Tara. Good morning and good morning, Christina. Hi. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much. That's pretty exciting. So tell us a little bit about your company and and how you help other companies tell their stories. You bet. So CIPR Communications, um, as you said, David, is a marketing and communications agency. I started it back in 2010 and I feel like you know, every 20 something going through their master's degree, trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to pay all these bills? A little bit of a side hustle for me. It started off really social media contracts and trying to understand engagement. And as I kind of traveled into that corporate world and did my thing there, I realized, hey, I have a really big passion for telling people's stories and helping people along. So When I took that jump into agency life full-time, my focus was really around how do we articulate the stories and the vision and the culture of these great companies, businesses, organizations, and tell it to the world. And I think that what we do that's a little bit different um, than I think the majority of the agencies that are out there right now is we really try to start with that strategy-first approach. So instead of just coming in and prescribing Hey, I think I think you need a Facebook page or hey, I think you need a new website or maybe you need this crazy thing called SEO. We come in and we do that kind of detailed look around what are your competitors doing? Where are you? What's coming up in your industry and where can you best put your budget as opposed to kind of this blanket marketing approach we really get targeted and really trying to find those those niche opportunities and markets for businesses so they can especially in times like these, hone that budget and and make it the best return on investment as possible. So it seems that the whole world of uh, PR and communication has changed over the several, I would say, decade or decade and a half. What what do you see? Yeah, I feel like, well, you guys know this. I feel like COVID even accelerated that change in public relations even more. And I think we always talk about, it's not just earned media now, but there's this really interesting paid media approach and owned media. So earned media are the things like this, like being able to share your story through um, a conversation like one of these or in a newspaper or in the radio. Uh, It's things like search engine optimization and making sure Google's telling your story too. But paid media comes down to things like you know, those great opportunities to share vision in uh, an advertorial section or uh, great opportunities to showcase your brand in other ways. And then you have this whole kind of section of owned media, which is becoming bigger and bigger, which I don't think people consider, right? It's, it's your website telling your story through your social media channels. But it's all those things that you potentially own. I think this is the rise of podcasters and, you know, still blogs and influencers, but that that piece that you get to control the narrative. So I think there's this big shift. I think 
obviously earned media is still important in the goal, but all these other avenues to be able to get out into the world are are interesting and obviously more prevalent. You know, I may shoot myself in the foot now, but it seems to me that everyone now has a podcast and everybody <laughs> wants to write a blog. Um, is, are, are we flooded with those? That's one. And two, how do you keep those kind of, um, I would say, top of mind um, in terms of, you know, being relevant all the time? Yeah, I mean, the advice that I always give, especially business leaders, is first, <laughs> do what you like to do. So, you know, whenever someone comes to me and goes, wow, I hear podcasts are, are really the thing and I should get into it. Well, if you hate talking... <laughs> I hate talking to people. <laughs> that may like, not be the right strategy. <laughs> right? So, same with, with Instagram, right? You have all these people going, oh, I wish I could, you know, make one of those trendy reels where I mouse the lyrics to something or I could take all these great pictures. And it's like, well, if you never have a camera around and taking pictures is a chore, it's probably not the place to hang out. So, to me, that's the first question I always ask. Are you doing this because you think you have to or are you doing this because it's a potential passion. Cause I think that's, you know, if you're, if you're doing it because you feel like you have to, then the passion isn't there. You're not going to be able to tell your story and it's going to come across pretty ingenuine and, and flop. <laughs> but mm-hmm. what I will say too about, okay, pick that thing you love and then do the research on where people that you're trying to reach are, living and what they're consuming. I actually, it's funny. I was, I was working with the team yesterday on um, some persona development for a client. And so they have a particular persona, let's call them, you know, a, a specialized director in their industry. And, and we did some close looking at, okay, what do these guys like to consume? And so they like to consume things like podcasts or, you know, those big data driven white papers. And it's like, well, that's where you need to tell your story because your target audience is reading those things. Those guys aren't hanging out on Instagram looking for the latest reel. So twofold, do you love it? And do the people that you're trying to reach actually consume it? Uh, we're speaking with Christina Polarski this morning, the founder and CEO of CIPR Communications. So once you've gone through all that and decided which channels that are best to use and your, your audience, then how do you connect with that audience? How do you effectively connect? Like what kind of content works best now for people? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's such a great question. I think you hear often about this 80-20 rule. I think this is becoming more and more prevalent in marketing speak, but that concept of 80% telling your story, being genuine, showing a piece of who you or your company are, sharing that culture, and the 20% selling, right? Nobody follows a, um, a, a social media channel or a blog or a podcast because someone mentions their product 35 times in a row. But they mm-hmm. mention it because of some cultural value that they're trying to get at that, that also speaks to your passion or your values or your heart. So it's, it's finding that balance, but at the same time, being able to help people draw the connection between what they potentially are buying, whether that's product, service, idea, business, and and 
how that complements them. I mean, even for us um, as an agency, we often have the most success with clients that are aligned with our values, right? So when we're entering into a relationship with a, with a new partner and client, if they have a growth mindset like we do, if they view marketing as a long-term investment, if they subscribe to some of our, our values like kindness and confidence, we go, okay, we can make some music here. Mm. Whereas, you know, if, if they're kind of coming in going, ooh, I need this quick win and I, this is a short-term thing for me and I just need to get a couple of people in the door, then for us it's like, okay, well, maybe there's not a value alignment there. So I think, I think that values piece more and more is becoming uh, an important part of the conversation. Christina, before we went on air, you said you, you like to talk about clients and uh, a long time since you talked about yourself, but we'll give you a chance now to talk about yourself. And, and it, on your website, you say that, you know, uh, CP, CIPR has a unique approach to communication. Well, so what's, what makes you different than the others? Yeah, I think there's a few things. I mean, what I'll say is for many years, I sat on the client side of the table. So um, I worked for uh, government, industry associations, different businesses, and, you know, you typically hire an agency and you give them some marching directions and you hear from them every once in a while. And I found myself often sitting on my side of the computer screen going, I wonder what those guys are doing. <laughs> I wonder when I'm going to hear from them again. <laughs> so when I, when I stepped into this space, I thought, transparency is going to be so key for me. I don't want anyone to ever think about me or my team and, and wonder, can I, can I get rid of this line item? I don't, I don't really see the value here. So step one, we have a pretty thorough onboarding process where we get to know the client, uh, client gets to know us, but we also let them into the quote unquote factory. And so within our project management system, we invite that client in and they get to see. So that's where my team, we're having conversations every day. We're moving project deliverables along. And I think that's pretty special, right? So you can kind of be thinking about me at 8.15 in the morning, hopefully, um, having your coffee and sneak into that system and go, oh, wow, okay, progress is being made. Things are happening. Things are moving forward. Our guest this morning is Kisrina Pilarski, founder and CEO of CIPR Communication. Following the commercial, we'll chat about entrepreneurship and may throw some cannabis into the mix. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges. Our guest this morning is Christina Pilarski, the founder and CEO of CIPR Communications. Christina, as I promised before the uh, commercial that we're going to throw some cannabis into the interview, and I saw that uh, you're also involved with uh, cannabis, to say the least, you're the chief strategist. So as a chief strategist, what, what's, what's the goal? What are you guys trying to achieve? Yeah, so Cannabis Social, um, it's a company owned by CIPR Communications, an investment uh, 
that we made a couple years back as we saw obviously that cannabis legalization at the time on the rise and retail becoming a, a bigger part of the conversation. Cannabis is <laughs> a whole can of worms in, in multiple perspectives, but from a marketing side, you encounter so many interesting obstacles. So even from the, the perspective of uh, social media channels, so you have several jurisdictions around the world where it's not legal yet. Um, uh, Facebook's a great example. I know that, um, or I guess Meta now, a lot of our cannabis clients have faced a lot of issues there because as a U.S.-based company, it's not legal across America yet. So a lot of the things that happen on Instagram and Facebook get flagged, taken down. You, you come across all sorts of issues. Same with Google. Um, I think Google's becoming a little bit more progressive in that space, but there's a lot of limitations for paid advertising um, and, and that side of things when it comes to cannabis marketing. So when I think about cannabis strategy, it's really about being creative. And what's worked for, I think, many of our clients is, again, pivoting back to that um, storytelling piece. I'll shout out um, one client, uh, Lake City Cannabis. Um, their owner, if you guys go check him out on, on Instagram, they have two locations, has done a really excellent job at just infusing his story and personality and who he is as a business owner. And it's really set him apart. I think he's he's been able to showcase his expertise in cannabis, but also showcase himself as, you know, the Albertan dream of a small business owner and, and thriving and making connections and being this key part of his community. So again, storytelling becomes central. And I think you think about that growing cannabis audience, that's what they want to see. You, you want to be feeling like you're approachable when someone walks into that store, especially a first time cannabis user, or maybe someone who's been ordering it offline and now they're venturing into a store for the first time. Um, yeah, it's, it's a quite an interesting space. I want to take you back to, to CIPR. So you mentioned earlier that you were working in corporate when you started this company off to the side. Uh, what advice do you have for young entrepreneurs that have an idea and they are also working off the side of their desk, working corporate, but they have a big dream? What advice can you give an entrepreneur about staying the path and moving forward? Yeah, I, I love this question. I think my big shtick lately in I think so many areas of my life has been telling people, don't believe the lies you tell yourself. So I think we get into these rhythms of, I can't do that. I don't have time for that. I'm not an expert yet. I'm, I don't have enough experience yet. We, we tell our, we almost like we build the case against ourselves so easily um, and I remember when I uh, was going to take the plunge and, and quit this, I called it my, my velvet handcuff, right? Great corporate job, downtown Calgary, great paid vacation, those, you know, earned days off, the, the benefit package. And I thought, oh, I can't leave this. Like, I'm never going to be able to have this lifestyle again. Um, and talking to some of my mentors in the space and went, and they said, Christina, you're smart. You can do this. Um, and so hearing that from people that I really respected helped me make it. But my biggest advice, and um, I've, been, I've been saying this a lot in the last couple of weeks, is 
stop telling yourself the lie. Just go do it. Make the time. Um, and you know what? Yeah, it, it's hard for sure, but it's it's so rewarding. I think that even coming out of COVID for me, um, getting this rec- recognition first off, but two, just being able to look at my business after a really tumultuous two years and you go, wow, like we beat the odds as a small business. Why? Because, you know, I, I got to make cool decisions because I'm the leader um, in a time when, you know, if you're a marketing communications professional, you know, you, you got to jump through some hoops and make a case. And for me, I got to try some innovative things, move things forward and, and just run. So I think that's a key piece of advice. And my second piece would be people go, oh, the stability. Um, you never have more stability than when you, when you do your own thing, right? You get to make the shots and mm-hmm. you never know when you walk into an office and it could be your last day. It's, it's not your choice. Whereas when you walk into your own home office or that cafe you work at every day, you're making the decision if it's your last day or not. So, um, it's an interesting concept. I think it's a hard one to sometimes wrap your head around, but there's so much more control when you're running the shots. You mentioned mentorship um, as being something that was important for you to be able to take that jump off the cliff. What do you say to people who don't have that in their lives right now? They, they want to have some guidance, but they don't have any mentors. How do you find somebody who could guide you? Yeah, I think, again, it's one of those situations where take a look around because you pr- you probably do have someone that you already trust and is already giving you great advice. I think a lot of the situations that I've been in in my life is that hindsight and going, oh, wow, that person was mentoring me and that person mm. was pushing me um, to another level. So those people that are pushing you and maybe pushing you to that point where you think you cannot be pushed any further, um, they're the ones that know you can handle it. And those are probably your mentors and probably people who see something in you that you don't see in yourself. So take a step back and go, why is this individual pushing me in this direction? Um, one, that's healthy self-reflection because if they're pushing you for reasons that maybe um, aren't benefiting you, then you can have a conversation there. But I think in most cases, especially um, as a young professional, there are people that are watching you and, and seeing you hustle and, and grind. And if they're pushing you and giving you more responsibility, it's it's for good reason. So take that as a pat on the back and and run. Love that answer. Thank you. <laughs> Christina, as uh, we mentioned at the beginning, you are now uh, was announced as someone to look for in 2022 as an entrepreneur. And on your bio, you kind of uh, anticipate a growth of over 60% this year. So what should we look for in 2022 when we look at Christina Pilarski and CIPR? You should never be surprised by your achievements, but I think when we ran the numbers from last year, I was the first one to go, pardon? Um, but, you know, you can, feel, you can feel yourself being busy, but um, for us during COVID and during this last year, I think what it helped us do is, one, legitimize our model, right? I think that coming out of COVID, the, the virtual office experience, the home office, the no, hey, come meet in my big fancy boardroom um, is a bit of thing of the past. Um, so it, one, like 
we've always been able to save those overhead charges because we're not fancy ivory ivory tower downtown. Our whole team is remote and and, um, doing what they need to do. So we're passing on those savings to clients from an overhead perspective. But it opens a door North America wide for us. So where we were always focused on a Calgary or regional marketplace, COVID introduced this whole North American network to us because that legitimacy of jumping on a Zoom call, the comfort of jumping on that uh, Google chat or, or whatever it is happened. And so I think for CIPR, but I'd say for probably all businesses within Calgary, look at that next um, marketplace opportunity because COVID has really shown us once again that that global network. And um, I've been so excited to now be able to work with companies throughout the U.S., um, which is not a door that had been open to us before. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to expanding that for CIPR this year. Um, but also just, I think, when you have opportunities like this one, it's being able to think about other leaders in the space. So it's, I'm looking forward to working with other leaders with growth mindsets who want to take marketing and communications to the next level, who who are interested in kind of those innovative ideas and pushing past their comfort zone and investing in something a little bit different. I think that like the digital divide, so those businesses that are investing in digital communications are now growing exponentially. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to helping those businesses not fall behind. Christina, thank you so much. What a pleasure chatting with you today. And we were excited to see what the future holds for you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Calgary Next with Tara McCool and David Wallach is brought to you in part by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the choice for the world's best entrepreneurs, embracing technology to solve some of the greatest challenges.